Welcome to Revival from the Bible, a daily devotional podcast designed to help more people get into God's Word and get more out of the Word. I'm Ben Blakey. It's Friday, June 17th, 2022. Come and see. These are natural words. When you see something amazing, when you experience something that you like, you go and you tell others and you invite them to see or to taste or to experience what you have experienced. I think of this with uh, when I was doing college ministry, uh, my favorite soda to drink was this Australian soda ginger beer called Bundaberg. And so I actually learned about it when I was in college, going on a college retreat and had one. And I was like, that's the best soda I've ever had. Lots of ginger flavor. It was actually after I'd gone on a boat to Catalina. So my stomach was a little upset and the ginger helped soothe my stomach. I'm like, man, this is, it tastes good. And it's basically medicinal. This is a great thing. And so it became something I passed on. Then when I was doing college ministry, I was introducing college students to my favorite soda because that was natural. Come and see, try this out. Uh, Experience it for yourself. And as they did, they were like, oh yeah, this is pretty good. But as we think about God and the gospel, we should see, hey, if we really think it's that good and Spoiler alert, it is that good. If God is amazing and the gospel is amazing, the natural response would be, I got to invite other people to come and see this. I want other people to come and to see how great God is. But what we'll see today as we look at God's word is, yes, we should have that same natural response, but there will be a difference, right? When I invited others, hey, you should try this soda. Um, Not everybody liked it. But I didn't get any hate, right? Nobody took a sip of the bottle and then was like, this is disgusting and tried to break it over my head or throw it at me, right? I didn't experience that hostile pushback. And that's something we're going to see even in our reading today. Hey, yes, there, there should be some similarities. When we, when we love something, we tell other people about it. And if that's not true of us and the gospel, we have to ask questions about, do we really love God and the gospel? But what we're going to see is different is this isn't like sharing your favorite movie or a beautiful sunset or, or a, uh, your favorite restaurant uh, because there will be opposition. And not just people that don't like what you like, people that actively oppose you. So that's kind of a long way of introduction for our podcast today. But those are the two ideas I want you to see. We need to be excited about telling other people about God and the gospel, but we also need to realize there will be opposition. So now let's dig into the scriptures to see both of those things. Let's start with Psalm 66 and 67, and then look at Psalm 69 and 70. Um, Psalm 66 starts with singing the praise of God. Shout for joy to God, all the earth. Sing the glory of his name. Give to him glorious praise. And then we see this idea of come and see in verse 5. Come and see what God has done. 
He is awesome in his deeds toward the children of man. And this even then reflects on biblical history, passing through the sea on dry land, passing through the river on foot. And I love even that line, there did we rejoice in him, likely that whoever wrote this psalm was not actually there. But through the word of God, it's like we can be there. And we know biblical history, and that is worth passing on because it shows the glory of God. Come and see what God has done. Or it takes a more personal route in verse 16. Come and hear all you who fear God, and I will tell what he has done for my soul. So there we see that natural uh, response of, man, God has been good to me. Wow, God is awesome. I want to tell others uh, about him. And so that should be our natural response. And again, why should we be excited about God? Well, one, the truth that we see in scripture um, and just all that we see declared about God. And that's where as believers, we have the Old Testament and the New Testament. And so not only can we think of the Red Sea uh, and the conquest of uh, Canaan, we can also remember the cross the empty tomb, all that we're even reading about now in the book of Acts. All of these things should come into our minds as, well, guys, this is the God uh, that we serve. This is the only true God. Come and see who he is. But also there's those aspects of just, we should be eager to share how God has been good to us. Uh, And that's what we see in verse 16. Also, I think of verse 12, you let men ride over our heads. We went through fire and through water, yet you have brought us out to a place of abundance, right? Just that idea of, man, God has been good. He has helped me. One other line, just to note from this Psalm, uh, verse 18, if I had cherished iniquity in my heart, the Lord would not have listened. It's just that reminder, hey, if we're going to God, asking him for things while we're holding on to some sin in our heart, that's a problem with God. A reminder to approach God through prayer uh, from a, a place of holiness. And that's where, yeah, are any of us perfect? No, but there's a difference between, well, we're still in process and I'm actively cherishing some sin in my heart. But you see some of these similar ideas of um, wanting others to know about God in Psalm 67. Starts with the prayer, may God be gracious to us and bless us and make his face to shine upon us. A prayer for blessing, but why? That your way may be known on earth your saving power among all nations. And then it says things like, let the peoples praise you, all the peoples. Let the nations be glad and sing for joy. So there's that desire. Even this is often a a psalm that gets brought up in the context of missions. Not only should you be eager to tell your friends, I mean, you should have an eagerness to see the gospel spread over the whole world because of how great God is and how good the gospel is. So hopefully those psalms Uh, Stoke those desires in your own heart today. But now we're going to see more of, hey, uh, this is not easy. And this isn't just like, hey, just like you would share something cool that you like in life, uh, you you know, share about God. Well, the difference is there will be opposition. And you see some of that starting really in verse or Psalm 69. And this is a messianic Psalm. You'll, You'll read things here that you're like, that sounds like talking about Jesus Uh, In his ministry, doesn't Jesus quote some of these uh, verses? And yes, he does. What happened to Jesus? He died. Uh, He was killed for what he did. But you see um, what it says there in verse 9, For zeal for your house has consumed me, 
and the reproaches of those who reproach you have fallen on me. So we've seen now that the theme of suffering in the Psalms, but it's very clear in this Psalm that the suffering is not just because of, you know, the enemies of Israel or personal enemies here. It's clearly the context of persecution. These people are after David because he's following the Lord. This this is opposition, not just to him, but to the Lord. And that's why we also see these fulfilled in Jesus Christ. But that's where we must know uh, the reproaches of those who reproach you will fall on us. As Jesus said, if the world has hated me, it's also going to hate you. And so that's where we need to prepare ourselves. Yes, we want to be excited to tell others about God, but we need to realize there will be opposition to that. But we want to be consumed by zeal for the Lord as opposed um, to just doing what is easy or convenient. And then Psalm 70 is really just uh, probably in the midst of all of that, a shorter cry for help. And maybe if you feel overwhelmed today, or especially you feel overwhelmed in, in ministry or in your efforts to share the gospel, uh, let this psalm be a great psalm for you to pray through today. I love that last verse, but I am poor and needy. Hasten to me, O God. You are my help and my deliverer. O Lord, do not delay. Uh, What a great prayer for all of us, no matter what situation we are in today. And then as we get to Acts chapter 14, we're, we're also reminded that this task of telling others the good news of Jesus Christ will be opposed. It will not be easy. It won't just be like sharing your favorite restaurant or your favorite soda. Uh, Because here we see Paul and Barnabas even do this miracle in this city of Lystra that's so amazing. The people think that the gods have taken on human form and they're ready to make sacrifices to Paul and to Barnabas. But then quickly, the Jews come and turn the crowd. I mean, that this thing moves fast. They go from wanting to sacrifice before Paul to stoning him and basically leaving him for dead. Uh, that's what, what happens to him. We see that opposition. But then as they return through some of these cities, um, you look at what it says in verse um, 20, we'll start in 21. When they had preached the gospel to that city and had made many disciples, they returned to Lystra and Iconium and to Antioch. So they go back through these cities where they always had to leave because of persecution. They go back through them and they strengthen the souls of the disciples. Verse 22, encouraging them to continue in the faith and saying that through many tribulations, we must enter the kingdom of God. Uh, so let, let that be a reminder to us of what we're seeing today. One, just note, well, you, you'll, you'll notice we're going to be jumping here to the book of James. So now in our New Testament, tomorrow, we'll, we'll start reading the book of James. As we're going through the book of Acts, what we'll do is when we think some of these letters were written, we'll kind of pause going through Acts and then read Uh, the letter that was written. So we'll get more into that tomorrow. But for today, let's realize, hey, we need to be telling other people about God and the gospel if we really think that he is amazing. But we need to realize that's not going to be easy. So let's be ready for opposition. Let's be ready for pushback. But let's let zeal for the Lord ultimately be what consumes us. Thanks for digging into God's word with me today on Revival from the Bible. For more resources, check out revivalfromthebible.com. To learn more about Compass Bible Church Treasure Valley, go to compassbible.tv. 
the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you.